Hi, I'm Britt. And my name is Alyssa. And this is Skeletales. And this is the podcast where we strive to answer the age-old question of, is my dead grandma watching me? Alyssa, did you ever as a kid play Bloody Mary and look in the mirror? <gasps> yes, in the I dark? did. As an adult as well. Yes. And did you ever stare in that mirror so intently and see a face staring back at you? I didn't give it that long of a chance. We talk, I'm, I'm a scary cat. No. Guess what? What? Grandma was watching <gasps> you. If I just stared prolonged mm-hmm. eye contact, it would have been yep. my grandma. I was all scared about Bloody Mary, but it would yep, have been her, grandma. Her little face would have popped up. She'd be like, Alyssa, Alyssa. it's me here in this mirror. Oh, well, I really missed out. I did play Mar- Bloody Mary. Um, a, Some kid came up to me and was saying, a mom was like, they keep telling me you played Bloody Mary with them or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. I did. And will you please tell them? I pretty much I think I was getting yelled at. Will you please tell them you made it up? They said that the toilet was flushing and the, the, the curtain was running. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm for sure. So happy you're my friend. <laughs> this is like the lights were flashing. <laughs> yes. I was like, "Yep, sounds like me. Absolutely, I'm almost positive that. Yeah, probably." Oh, you me. were planting the spooky seed in every child. Uh, that actually sounds kind okay, of okay. It wasn't my idea. I wasn't like, "Hey, kids, let's play this <laughs> game called Bloody Mary." They were already into it, already in there doing it. So, of course. When they invite me to join in the fun, I'm not going to say no. And, and I, you didn't stick around long enough to like look for Mary in the mirror? Stare in the mirror. No, I was too busy watching them scream <sighs> and laughing. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, so this is Skeletales, folks. Oh, we yeah. We tell stories here. We do about paranormal phenomena, psychic, astrological it, yeah. enigmas. I like that it, word. Enigmas. I don't know. Enigma, yeah. en- um, enigmas. Coincidences. Did you already say that? I feel like yeah. a lot of the times I just listen to you, I'm like, oh, that's a good thing to say. And then I repeat, <laughs> repeat it. And <laughs> spooky haunt yeah, spooky hauntings. Um, cryptids. Urban legends. We we like to tell a little bit of everything. If it's kind of weird and strange, then bring it. We yeah. love it. A strange For- and unusual niche. I I don't know if you heard me say urban legends there earlier, Britt. You hear that scratching on the roof car? You you hear the phone ringing from inside the house? Do you is someone flashing those headlights in the back of your car? That's right, folks. We're talking about urban legends this week. Brit. Yes. <laughs> Your blinkers. Britt was trying to do blinkers. That was it, it it came through. I think I need a new side job as like a sound effects person. I'm pretty good. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> I did actually I thought you were miming. I didn't hear any sounds whatsoever. <laughs> so <laughs> shit. Yeah. Aim high. Um Yeah, but, we're talking about urban legends, yes. folklore. Mm-hmm. Um just like Fun shit you've heard about and then like other people have experienced stuff too. Yeah, and local urban legends maybe too. Like everyone knows about the Loch Ness Monster. Everybody, you know, so we try, I don't think, I I tried not to go so um, 
commercialized. I don't know what the big name, big name. Same. I actually I, went I stuck local. with Texas. <gasps> Me too. And I stuck we with did... Washington. Yes, girl. There we go. And I didn't we're... pick Bigfoot, even though that was like the one that was really <laughs> in my face. Um, but, you know. I'm sure you Googled like Washington urban legend. It was like 12 pages of Bigfoot before you finally got a good story. No, no it was like the one urban legend. Bigfoot. What, what kind of urban legends are in Washington? Bigfoot. Next, the end. then Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't know what comes next. Uh, West Virginia. I, I don't know if there's another WA state name. Well, let me look at my map. No, there's not. No, West Virginia. That was a quick analysis. <laughs> um. Okay. So wait. So do you want to tell your first story? So you have Texas ones. Exciting. Yeah. I've yeah. Got yeah. Texas themed ones. Okay. And uh, this one was told recently. <laughs> The story goes that a 73-year-old truck driver named Arnold White had decked out his semi-truck, the back, to look like an operating room. He then dressed himself up like an alien and waited for passerbys to come by, usually loners, and he would... Using a hallucinogenic drug like LSD or PCP, drug them, take them back to his semi-truck operation situation, and then investigate their bodies, (gasps) specifically in the anal region. Oh, no. What is this fellow's name? Arthur? Arnold. Arnold. No. Arnold Wright. Wait, did he dress up as a bug? Is that what you said? An alien. Why do I have a bug in my An alien. So, what would end up happening? These people, super drugged up, getting probed everywhere, would then get left on the side of the road or when he was finished exploring their places, leave them, and they would go to the authorities or whoever and talk about their alien abduction experience because they there's the alien there's the operation table there's probing and all i'm hearing is a persistent attempt to debunk aliens coming at me from brits <laughs> podcast room over there uh, is it that real backhanded uh, uh it's not real Alyssa. give up from you. That's fucked up. So what years are we talking? I'm sorry. What I years? Think I think gotta... this, this was printed like or 2004 or 2014. I can't remember. I okay. didn't write it down. So apparently he had somewhere of the around 79 victims he did this to. And driving it around, did it in California, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas. He's from El Paso. Over the span of 40 years. Alien oh. abductions. Left, That's a right, lot of left, right. Probing. A lot of probing. Yeah. Okay. How did he get caught? Well. Am I caught? I'm I'm jumping ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the number of buttholes. That is very sad. <laughs> 79, that's too many. That's, what is, so, what so, a weirdo. So you know what? People had these questions too. How did he get caught? Where's he from? Well, I need more details. They start digging into the story. Urban legend. Not even true. Oh. Your, your beehole can rest safely tonight because Arnold <laughs> White does not even exist. It was an urban legend to Man. spook 
To spook people from aliens, think, or maybe debunk anybody who's actually had a alien abduction, maybe? Maybe, maybe, yeah, to be like, nah, that wasn't an alien, that was just Arnie. Arnie and his old probe joke, <laughs> his probe truck. I'm going to post um I'm gonna post a photo that they used for this article because the fella does actually look like an alien. <laughs> oh, the guy um, from the article, but it's not an actual picture. Um, I might be a real sucker for urban legends. I was all like Uh-huh, you're ready. Huh? How'd they catch him? I this is an unex, unexplored uh avenue for us, so I guess I'm not sure what to expect here. <laughs> um here it that's is. a good Here it one. Is. I'm going to show you a picture, and we'll post this. In the oh, show notes too. oh, and that's supposed to be him. Uh-huh. Oh my god! And then somebody, I just saw this. I hadn't seen that before. Well, Maybe the headline that's... is, and the mm-hmm. headline you're showing me is: Did a Texas man confess to kidnapping 79 people while disguised yeah. as an alien? Like that's a very sensational, clickbaity, mm-hmm. and that's article. that's. Yeah, totally. And so somebody was like, "Whoa, I need to, I need to interview this fella. I need to know more about this." And then there was, like, "Oh, that person." Wah, wah, wah. It's pretty good exist. though. Whoever came up with that story, though, like kudos to you. I was, I was excited about that. It. Is a good story. I don't know why. I, I, I know why I had this idea of a bug inside my head, and it's because when I went and visited our friend in um, Tucson. We ate some, we had a fun time. We had a little bit of fungi. Uh-huh. And uh, there was this contraption going down the sidewalk. And I think the guy collected plastic bags or something. But in our state, it was like this huge, he, I think he had a bicycle with a trailer. And then these huge, enormous plastic bags that he looked like this giant like caterpillar crawling down the sidewalk. That was an insane night. I don't know if anyone needs to hear all of the words. There was a freaking helicopter, girls running down the street because their baby got stolen, cops. It was out of this world. Someone shined, the helicopter shined on Bill because Bill picked up a cactus and was walking around with a cactus because the helicopter was like right above us, like right above us. Oh my gosh, he caught that I took a cactus yeah because they were like looking for this guy and literally these women were like screaming ran straight at us down the road screaming and we're like what the hell is happening cops are all around and then some guy came down after the cops left and he's like i was on the phone with my girlfriend i was like some guy's got a a cactus in his arms the cops are looking at but it was just us like it feels like watch this i'm gonna fuck with the cops and just like carried around a cactus and it worked such an insane night anyway so the bug man made me i'm like i wonder if that guy does anal probing on the side when with his cans the recycling man yeah yeah is he dressed like a bug he was wearing like a white suit and a top hat i don't know what he was wearing (laughs) okay is that your full story yeah, that's it. That well, one had me sweet. going. Little that nugget. one really had me going. I'm very pleased <laughs> that it was not just some guy faking, giving aliens a bad name. Did you make that uh, up, Britt? Did you make that up? Hey, I, I'm I'm all about sensational news. Arnie Let's do it. Britt. I can't remember the guy's last name. Arnold Britt White. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, anagram. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Anagram's read back and forward. What's the one where they're all scrambled up? 
Uh, not a palindrome. Is that it? It's just no, a word scramble. Is, is, maybe it is anagram. Palindrome is when it's read the same back and forth. Okay. I was right. Anagram. Anagram. Someone's going to correct us. Don't worry. No one corrects us. They're just like, these <laughs> chicks are crazy. I don't know what they're talking about. It's not even worth their time. Oh, okay. Man. So, well, I did a, I did some Washington ones. Um, and awesome. so my first urban legend tale is of the all the blah, 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 blah. okay the maltby cemetery staircase to hell oh i've heard of this oh shit should i do something more low-key that you won't okay i i only have heard of it i don't know this story i've just heard of it but okay. i want to i want to know more i'm excited about this so this is um amanda's maltby cemetery experience located in washington state near seattle we have the most scary place known as maltby cemetery this cemetery is said to have been built by a satanic family so they have an eternal resting place this cemetery was once the location of a staircase with 13 steps known as the 13 steps to hell that led Mm. to nowhere These steps located in the middle of the cemetery started at ground level and descended down under the earth. Story goes that it was an entrance to the tomb of a local wealthy family. It is said that when a person walks down these stairs, they wouldn't be able to hear anything. At the bottom, if you turned around, you would be confronted by a vision of hell that would drive you insane. Some that have ventured down the steps have vanished, while others have barely made it out alive. These steps were bulldozed or filled in with concrete between the early 1960s and 1992. There are several no trespassing limitations on the cemetery. There is a rumor of illegal late night expeditions of kids who had shovels hoping to unearth Maltby's 13 steps to hell. So they're buried and they're trying to unbury them. I did not know that they were covered up. I didn't either. Okay, so. I hate the idea of teenagers romping around a cemetery with shovels digging around them. <laughs> I n- yeah, no, that that's true. That feels like you're done. If this is a hellish cemetery and you're just like digging around in rando spots. Yeah, you're going to hell. Even a non-hellish cemetery. I don't think anyone (laughs) has any business digging around any cemeteries. Gotta say, (laughs) it's not going to look innocent. No No. matter. I'm just looking for the step. Just, just the the, the stairs. Not the thirteenth step. I just wanted to uncover one through eleven. I wasn't gonna or twelve. I can't count. (laughs) Not. I wasn't gonna touch that thirteenth step. It's harmless. Okay. So I was hanging with my friends, Mike, Ted, and Bruce, and Mike had come across a television show regarding Maltby Cemetery. We all decided to test the cemetery and see what it was all about. We got to the cemetery, and within about five minutes, we heard a howling in the background. It seemed about fitting for the night and location. We continued walking. I felt cold area. It was warm out that night. I had all the guys come and fill the area, feel the area to see if they felt it. Sure, they had all experienced the coldness. We continued on the path. The path kept getting more and more blocked off by fallen trees and branches. We got to the top of the hill and started looking at the gravestones. Something told me to go to the left. All of a sudden, Mike hears a female voice say, leave, leave now. 
After that, we left. Later, Ted, who had been recording the entire adventure on his phone, played the recording back. We all heard the same thing. Leave. Ah! Ooh, that is spooky. Yeah. So that's the Maltby Cemetery to hell. I wish I knew a little bit more about it. But do you? What did you hear about it? Uh similar that there were steps, but then I. I didn't realize that they were covered up. Like, I thought that people were, it was, you know, this famous place and you go and you, like, walk down the steps. I had also heard that when you turn, so you go down and you turn and you start walking back up the steps, that they keep continue. It's like. <gasps> They're just, oh, God, it's like an nonstop. escalator, Brit. Yes. Oh, no wonder My you've nightmare. heard about this. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's stuck in my brain, because I was like, (gasps) no, that would be the worst. (laughs) That's so funny. Because the picture I saw, it shows steps. So I did not know it was covered. Maybe that person. I don't know. I don't know if that person. And it's such a broad time from like the 60s to the 90s. But why would it be covered up? Right. Like what what would make them cover that up? Right, yes. that adds to the mystery well, and, and the, the technology lore. now. Surely somebody could go out there to like and actually find the steps. Do the steps exist, or is this just urban legend? There's a, a some steps right around the corner from my house that go to kind of nowhere. It's like in a park, and I noticed them one day actually when I was filming with James. And we had a lovely day at the park, um, dancing. <laughs> And there were like these steps to nowhere too, which I could see them having some sort of haunted. It's did they spooky. Go down? No, they went they up. Go- they went up, and I think oh. there used to be a house or a schoolhouse or something up there on this hill. And there, the, oh, the schoolhouse the wasn't there. Steps to heaven, not steps the to steps heaven. to hell. Yeah, but if you're on the top of them, then they go to hell. So if you just walked up and then walked down them, is there you're- a song about stairway to heaven? <laughs> I, yes, there is. I think. I'm pretty sure. Right? <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm really wanting to sing it, but um, I can't um, think of it. Yes. There's some sort of drop, but I can't think of what it does. Then I'm also thinking I'm of the Eagles. I'm mixing the Eagles, unless they sang that song. I don't know. Um, the Hotel Cal- California somehow is eking somewhere into that. <laughs> I know it's not right. <laughs> you would just blend the two together. I think it's because it has angels when I think of the stairway to heaven and then eagles have wings and angels have wings. <laughs> and there there it is. It makes complete sense. So you um, walk up the stairs and then you'd both turn to eagles, you and James Ol. Yes, together Hello. forever. Um that I kind of want to go check out some of these places, actually. Uh, There's yes, like that one. Nearby. But again, I want to find one that is actually existing and not just a weird paved over. I feel like it could be a disappointment. I feel like it, if it's like, okay, this is Satan's Cemetery, yeah. like, I feel like you'd be disappointed. Are there any urban legends that are associated with like happy, lucky things? I want to do that. I don't want to go and get a glimpse of the gates of hell or get stuck (gasps) at the bottom of an endless escalator. My next one is not a sad one. It's kind of a fun one. Okay. Although I have to say it's more of an urban mystery (gasps) than it is a legend. I love it. Okay. Have you heard of the teeny tiny town in Texas called Marfa? Yes. 
I, and I'm very confused by it, but yes, it has like a Gucci store or something, yes. right? Yes, pro- there's a Prada store. A Prada store, okay. Is it actually um, stocked? No, it is not stocked. It's a duds. It's a dummy store. It's for people to take selfies. So okay, I that um, I would explain why I'm confused by it because I was like, that's are people confusing. really shopping for purses out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's this tiny town like in the desert of West Texas, and um, it it really was nothing out there, and then all of a sudden, um, hit. Like uh, New York artists showed up and somehow it like became this like super hip place. And now it's like very prestigious and like expensive to live out there. But also there's those people out there, the super rich New Yorkers. And but then there's also the original old Texas Marfa people. So it's still like very Texas country mixed with like urban chic. I don't know. It's it's interesting. But what Marfa also has, nine miles, well, it's nine miles outside of Marfa, is um, what they call the Marfa Mystery Lights. And it is this, it's a strange phenomena. I'm actually just going to read from this article because they uh, describe it beautifully. Um, I got this from Live Science Contributor, written by Mark Lilanilla. Vanilla, vanilla. Um, <laughs> the Marfa lights, mysterious glowing orbs that appear in the desert outside the West Texas town of Marfa, have mystified people for generations. According to eyewitnesses, the Marfa lights appear roughly to be the size of basketballs and are varying descrip- described as white, blue, yellow, red, or other colors. Reportedly, the Marfa lights hover, merge, twinkle, split into two, flicker, float up into the air, or dart quickly across the Mitchell Flat. That's the area east of Marfa where most that's most commonly reported. There seems to be no way to predict when the lights will appear. They're seen in various weather conditions, but only a dozen or so nights a year, and nobody knows for sure what they are or if they really even exist at all. So the first sighting of these lights was back in 1883 by Robert Ellison, a cowboy, and um, local Native Americans have seen it um, from the past and present, and it's uh, it's very strange, like phenomenon that happens out in the desert of West Texas. I love that. See, that's something that I'd get on board with. That's not the gates of hell. No, Sounds like not. UFOs to me. So, you and a bunch of people think UFOs. Other I don't people know. call spirits. They're oh. like, oh, they're ghosts floating in the sky. Um, the Native Americans that I mentioned before have said that they believe they're falling stars, oh. but then that doesn't, they don't always fall. You know, the movements are kind of erratic. I just realized, though, I've, after reading a bit about this, that it's only a dozen or so nights a year. So it's just a handful of times. So you're lucky if you get to see it. Yeah, that doesn't sound like something. I wonder, my, my thoughts is that it's around like the equinox and the solstices or something like that, for whatever reason. Ooh. I don't know if that's true. If it is, psychic. If it's so not. Some, some scientists believe it's this strange, like, 
thing that happens when two chemicals combine. It's like this gas ball that happens up in the sky. But um, that's kind of debunked because that only usually really happens in swamplands. And it's the desert. There's no swamp out there. Oh, like swamp gases. I think that's the classic. Um, classic or, term for it, yeah. Yeah, well, in classic UFO sort of uh, sightings, uh, swamp gases. Oh, that's what they yeah, say. Yeah, that is a classic, uh, <laughs> a trope almost of what they would blame it on. Um, I... Or like St. Elmo's fire sounds like... it's a, I, I, I like well, how you're describing it. I feel like I could see how it's some sort of staticky electricity or yeah. something like with the desert and atmosphere. It sounds pretty. Did you happen upon any video of it? Are there video of it anywhere? There are, yeah, there's video. There's really? photos. Oh, yeah. It's been documented. They actually, the city out there has created a whole viewing space for the Marfa mystery lights. So there's Ooh. like picnic tables and like you can park there and it's like this great like view to oh, watch. I them. love that. I wonder it almost sounds like something like um the northern lights. It sounds something like the you know, the northern lights we can see them some sort of because don't do they know why the northern lights happen? I wanna say they just figured it out. But they didn't yeah. for a long time. But they had it wasn't like there was no that's a crazy looking thing. No one's like UFOs. Maybe at some point they were. Who knows what the late, you know, <laughs> the Native Americans, you know, way long ago thought the Northern Lights were. They look spirits right. and gorgeous and beautiful and magical. So who knows? I don't know. But That's that one on sounds cool. List. I like that so, idea. Um, the the one most recent one, though, um, is in the uh, 2000s. I want to say like maybe five or six years ago, a group of physics students from UT Dallas went out there um, for a weekend and ran different tests. And their conclusion at the end was that the lights were from the highway that were up ahead on a road. Oh. But the person who I read a second article, I think it was um, Texas Monthly, and they said that uh, imagine a whole group of college phys- physics students going out to the desert to like study lights. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they're having a good time. So I just knows? feel like someone would have figured that out. And that doesn't make sense from the 1860s or whatever. Exactly. The cowboy spot. Yes. So but that's way, way before cars. So yeah, here we are, 2021. Nobody really knows. What can they are. people Some get really close more. to him? Like, how close can people get? Uh, there, you can't really gauge the distance. You don't really know if it is up close or far away, and you can't like people will bring binoculars out to try to like catch like a size, and it's there's nothing has you can't been get like close. Yeah, you don't know if it's. Is it a small thing up close or is it a big thing far away? Nobody knows. I love that story. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. I like it. If I want to go out there. It's a pretty decent drive. It's eight or nine hours out there. But I want to, one of these days, I want to go, go, go live it up at Marfa. Have go get a, a purse at Prada, Prada and look at some lights. Is Prada now a functioning store if it's all like New Yorkers? Like if you build maybe. it, they will come. It was like a I weird. I mean, if they're out there, maybe they will. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. So my story is going to, I'm telling the story of Mel's Hole. Oh. Have you ever heard of this? Which hole? 
is Mel Salt? No, I've or never which heard Mel? Oh, what? <laughs> which hole <laughs> on which Mel? I have to be more specific. So many Mel's and so, so many holes. Yes, so many Mel's. Mel Walters. Okay. Mel's hole, I've and it's not heard of it. It's not on his body. Okay, it's oh, nowhere damn. on his body. <laughs> that we were going back to the probing again, but mm-hmm. okay. Here we are. My kids would giggle because I don't know, somewhere along the lines, Mitch taught them that butthole's hole. And anytime they hear hole, they giggle <laughs> hole in one. <laughs> hole, like, oh, there's a hole in the ground over there. <laughs> like, you can't just, it, a hole is a very normal, common word. Like, you can't have this association. To this day, I will giggle when somebody's talks about the planet Uranus. <laughs> I can't not. That it's is acceptable. Hilarious. Hole is a very normal word that you use <laughs> that Mitch has like shaped the word. Instead of just saying butt, he very specifically said butthole, but not even that. He now sh- shortened butthole to hole. Get your finger <laughs> out of your hole. Don't sit right on your hole. He refers to it as their hole. And so, so now immediately Mel's hole is his butthole. <laughs> yes, exactly. Excellent. I am on board. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So, <laughs> um, on February 21st, 1997, a gentleman called into the radio show Coast to Coast AM hosted by Art Bell with a sensational and unbelievable tale. Side note, apparently Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell was a radio show all about all sorts of weird shit, like Bigfoot. It it sounds familiar. It was like an early podcast. I I know. It makes me want to like listen to some old episodes or something. I don't know if it sounds familiar, but that's it. Um, So that's who Art Bell is. Um, So this fella, Mel... Walters told Bell and his listeners about a strange and mysterious bottomless pit on his rural Washington state property and the eerie qualities surrounding the pit, which became known as Mel's Hole. Many people became fascinated with the bottomless pit. The problem was Mel Walters refused to give its exact location and no one could find it. Was Mel's Hole a hoax or was it as Walters himself claims, purposely covered up by the United States government. Let us peer into Mel's hole. I hope everyone <laughs> is now just picturing Mel's butthole. And now I half think that Mel was talking about his butthole. And he is like secretly dying and giggling to himself the whole time. I am delighted by this tale. <laughs> the government covered it up. Like, I, I, stop touching your hole. Hole, Mel. <laughs> okay. So, according to Mel Walters, the pit is a natural hole on his property in Kittitas County. Kittitas? I don't know. County. I know that. Kitty ass. Yeah? Kitty ass. Kitty ass County. Perfect. Kitty ass County. Washington, about nine miles from the town of Ellensburg. He used the pit as his own personal dump, tossing trash and discarded items in the hole. He noticed how... Huh? I just said Mel, like in a, you know, shaming way. Littering, litter bug, Mel, litter bug, Walters. He noticed, however, that he never heard any of the discarded items hit the bottom. 
Curious about the depth of the hole, Mel did an experiment. He used a fishing pole with a weighted line and dropped it in the pit to measure its depth. To his astonishment, the fishing line went down to more than 80,000 feet and still hadn't hit the bottom. (gasps) Whoa. So he... he just got more and more fishing line. He was like, keep it coming. Right. How and do then you- tied it together. I don't know. Like, literally, if it's 80,000 feet, is that not like 5,280, 5,000 feet? That's 20 miles, 20 miles oh, of fishing asked, line. Asked, yeah. Is How what do, we're saying right here. That's a that lot of fishing like line. like an investment. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you get 20 miles of fishing line? Okay. Anyway, it does seem like an investment. I did. I think that he had a wife that there was that was also covered somehow as like his wife worked for the Oceanographic Institute and had an, a copious oh. amounts of fishing line at his disposal or something. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's okay. it. Uh, a bottomless pit as deep as 80,000 feet would be odd enough, but Mel had more to tell about the mysterious place. He claimed that the hole did not produce an echo when he yelled into it. He also stated that his neighbor threw the carcass of his dead dog into the pit. But a few days later, he encountered his dog alive and well in the nearby woods. He knew for certain it was his dog because it was wearing the same collar. Mel's own dogs, however, were terrified of the pit and refused to go anywhere near it. Mel also stated that he once brought his radio to the site, but he couldn't tune it to his favorite station. Instead, the radio played unknown voices and old music, like from olden times. So an indigenous... Let me make sure. Oh, okay. So... Mel appeared on the Art Bell show a couple more times, once in 2000 and once in 2002, and each time telling more sensational claims about the hole. According to Waters, he once saw a black beam shoot out from the hole. He also stated that if he held metal objects near the pit's nine-foot-wide opening, they would magically change into other metals. These claims were enough to arouse curiosity and skepticism. Mm Mm-hmm. Adding fuel to the controversy was Mel Waters' claim that the government was covering up the wonders of Mel's Hole. Waters stated that one day he was walking toward Mel's Hole when a, when a man wearing a suit approached him. Behind the man, Waters could see several other people wearing official-looking biohazard suits. The man told Waters that the area had been closed off due to a plane crash and that Waters was no longer allowed near the pit. Next, Waters said, the government leased the land from him. But that's his land, right? Well, yeah, but then the government leased the land from him and paid him a generous amount of money to leave the property. Waters used the money to move to Australia. I believe he started a kangaroo farm. I'm not making that up. I read that elsewhere. (laughs) If it's this guy who owns the freaking wallaby zoo right around the corner from me, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Oh my god, it totally is. Do you want totally to go is. see my whole, my whole, out in ah! my, my Australian accent? <laughs> guy. That's okay. like a Russian German. Uh, Scott, that was my Scottish. Okay, that's my own fault. <laughs> that was my Scottish accent. <laughs> if I do Russian, it sounds Jesus. Scottish. Actually, I hear the Scottish a little. I bit was now. really trying to roll my there you R's. Go. 
Oh, my oh, Outlander. Oh, I should be better. I was just, it's because you've been watching. The healer. He, oh, okay. <laughs> There's no healers involved. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Investigators soon determined that there was no person living in the area by the name of Mel Waters. Ooh. No one by the name ever owned property in Kittatas County. Furthermore, Waters had claimed that his wife worked for Central Washington University. Yet that fact they was untrue. Fishing line. Oh no, false. Ah. Do we want to know if his hole was a geographic impossibility? The answer is yes. <laughs> I'll just skip ahead Aww. to that. Um, the deepest, <laughs> so for reference, 80,000 feet. The deepest known cavern is only 7,188 feet. The deepest mine shaft is uh, 12,672 feet. And then in wow. 1989, the Russians drilled a borehole to the depth of 40,230 feet into the ground. For some reason, this is not the first time I've read this fact within the past few weeks. It got wow. too hot. That doesn't say this here, but I, it got too hot. They couldn't. They just were like, let's see what happens. Let's just bore straight into the Until earth. Until we can't bore anymore. Exactly. So it got too hot. Um, so while Mel was not careful not to give out the exact location of Mel's hole, a handful of people say that they have seen it themselves. One of them was Gerald Osborne, who also goes by the name Red Elk. This half Native American, half white medicine man told journalists in 2012 that he had been to Mel's Hole several times, beginning in 1961. He backed up Waters' claims about the strange bottomless pit. Red Elk went so far as to, stay, to state that the United States government had a secret base at Mel's Pit, where the government scientists were researching alien activity. But when investigators asked Red Elk to take them to Mel's Hole, he inexplicably could not find his way back to the site. <gasps> Mystery! Convenient. Mystery! It moved! It's elusive, this hole. Ooh. Elusive hole. I have a theory. Okay. I kind of hope the hole exists, and I hope it's the official, like, Earth's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> right? It would be bottomless. It would revive dead animals. Oh. Also, like, I would say, your hey, if, do that. <laughs> revive dead animals. Yeah. Yeah. Quite that. You know what? <laughs> your animals That's stay away from it. That's why my rats are dying. No. Get them away from it. Brit, yes. Don't say that. You're not going to be allowed to have any more animals. Uh, uh, we need to track down waters. I am curious. I kind of like if the, with the dog, that was like what really was exciting for me is that like the dog was then running around. Like, yeah. let's get a cadaver out there. Let's see what oh, happens. Oh, just huck one in there. See what happens. We'll come back I to mean, life. I mean, what are what are they going to lose? They're already dead. The I worst think that can happen is they come back and run in the forest. The, the have dog. you ever seen Pet Cemetery? That's the worst that can happen. And that's very bad. What happens? You um 
I don't really Zombie remember. dogs. Zombie dogs kill everybody. Oh, That's okay. the deal. Oh, and then people damn. start, uh, I know at one, <gasps> someone, a, a person, their child, their dead Ooh. child, they bury it in there and it comes back as a zombie too. Zelda. Spoiler This is how alert. that zombie apocalypse happens. Everybody gets their dead people throwing into Mel's hole. That's what happens when you throw a bunch Zombies. of bodies into Earth's butthole. You get Earth. the zombie apocalypse. That's how that happens. Solved. And that's why the government had to seal it up. They have to. It was they fair. have to prevent the zombie apocalypse. I think yeah. we solved this. Um, solved. So it definitely existed. Mm-hmm. And it definitely Mel was not full of shit. He's completely Mel Waters, solid, trustworthy individual. True story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the story of Mel's Hole. I had actually found it and I was like, ooh, that's nearby. Let's go. And then I realized you can't really find it. So it's not somewhere you <laughs> can go to. So all, all your urban legends are like you have they're like you have to hunt for them. Where's that staircase? Where's that hole? That's true. I do have well, Bigfoot. Hmm. Still have to hunt. People make a sport out of that. So yeah. So did you have one more story? Another Texas got- lore? Well, so when I was searching for some Texas lore, some Texas urban legends, I want to say like 90 of them, 90 90 of them, 90 percent of them happen on bridges. Oh, do you remember talking when I told um, Yelly's story story Uh about the bridge? Um, so I grew up in Denton, Texas, Goatman's Bridge. People see a goat. Uh, a <laughs> big one that was popular, Donkey Lady. This is the, first of all, the it's at a creek called Woman Hollering Creek, which is really <gasps> awesome. This is not my story, but I am going to do a quick side note to tell you this because it's pretty, it's pretty creepy. So supposedly, um... This bridge is between Seguin and Houston in San Antonio. Um, a young woman had been in a fire that was started by her husband, and she lost two of her children in the fire. Oh. And the woman became terribly disfigured, her skin drooping and her fingers turning into dark stumps or hooves. Oh. And instead of a horse head, she was given a donkey head, I guess that melted her face to look like a donkey. And oh. some people have reported seeing her along the holler, woman hollering creek. And she's angry and she's looking for revenge. One person claimed that she, a deformed creature, climbed on top of the hood of their car and smashed their windshield <gasps> in. That's Sweet. terrifying. That's the hollering terrifying. lady? Donkey lady. Oh, not but at the ho- at ho- woman, woman hollering creek is where the bridge is at. Okay, sorry. I was thought the woman hollering was the one who got burnt and her babies. She's then, hollering. It would make sense. So, so many different bridge stories. But the premise is all the same. Like a tragedy happens and then somebody from experiencing the tragedy is like haunting people on the bridge. I don't know what makes bridges so... Um, spooky. But um, I had heard of one before we even decided to like talk about this um, urban legends called Jake's Hill Bridge. Um, And it's out in a town called Hutto, which is not too far from here, less than an hour from here. Okay, 
The alleged haunting of Jake's Hill Bridge traces its roots back to the Hutto resident Nelf Jacobson, and his spirit is said to linger, and visitors have witnessed various forms of supernatural activity. Um, so the story goes with Jacobson that he killed his wife and children before he then committed suicide off the bridge. Um, other people say that Jacobson, Jacobson killed his parents and then pushed their vehicle off the side of the bridge. But people have experienced several things. They've heard voices on the bridge when no one's around. They've heard footsteps. But the most popular one for Jake's Hill Bridge is when you drive your car onto the bridge, you put it in neutral, and something pushes your car across the bridge. (laughs) So... Do you remember I told a story, Jessica's story, the one with the ghost with the fat finger? Oh, yes. yes. Right in her head. <laughs> and she had the woman spirit protecting her in the house. Uh, that was on the Showtown in, nope, Showdown in Skeletown. If anybody wants to go listen, she oh actually God. had some amazing stories. It was a great story. One of the stories she told me that I didn't include that night was that her and her friends drove out to Jake's Hill Bridge parked and waited and sure enough she said it didn't go across the whole bridge but she was swore that their car moved and so i um i was like oh you know like cool maybe it's like a slanted bridge yeah i mean that's right away what i'm (laughs) that's like immediately what like it's just you're rolling yeah so literally before I'm pressing record for to record tonight, I had this morning put up a call on my next door, which is like a hot, hot ticket placed for me to like get good Texas stories. Somebody literally the second I'm pressing recorded posted up about Jake's Hill Bridge. <gasps> Michael says... Uh, I have been out there with one of my brothers and did the car in neutral and did the car in neutral thing. The car was going both directions. So standing still. Let me no. read it. Ha- Back and forth out- must is yes. what he's saying. Yeah. So have been out there with one of my brothers and did the car in neutral going both directions. Oh, yes. So not just one direction. And it works, which raised the hair on the back of your neck. Was supposed to go back out at nighttime to try it, and then I chickened out, and he did a little <laughs> um, Well, now that I just picture so, it being, like, bowed yeah. in the middle. Like, it's saggy, and they just, you, you kind of just roll back and forth, like a half pipe or something. Um, I still love that, but now though. it's going across, though. Yeah, I. it's so close to me. I feel like now I, I definitely have to try that one out. That's like a little 30-minute drive out. It sounds like, fun, it's... if not supernatural, but I like it. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I like the little like activity, and it sounds that, like you, you get know, results. I have a nice, big, long level. Well, I don't have it. Mike has it. I'll bring it out there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you level I'll, it? I'm going to level that bridge for us. Take some measurements. Yeah. Ooh, I like um, that. I yeah, like so that. that's it. I got, got a spooky 
spooky bridges here in Texas. Uh, well, that freaky one you told about the burnt up like donkey lady was really God, a terrifying little terrifying. interlude. Yeah, that was pretty I, creepy. Like Jake, I'll go out to Jake's Hill. I'll like, I'll do a little fun, little neutral car thing. You, I will not go to the donkey lady bridge. That, no, that, that sounds terrifying. That does. I don't want any burnt creatures climbing all over <gasps> my car, breaking my windshield. No. no. I'm so good. I have a friend who has witnessed something I I said earlier, the town I grew up in, um, Goatman Bridge. I have a friend who has experienced something out there, but it tonight made me remember that. So I'm going to try to see if I can ooh, like, get his story ooh. for that. Um, uh, the When I was a kid, I'm trying to think of the things we were scared of. I was scared, terrified of something called the mucky duck. And the mucky duck... What? I was very little, like my brother Adam was in a crib. And so, I mean, I was like two or three or something recalling this, this memory, the mucky duck. And my dad would be like, you got to go to bed. The mucky duck is going to get you the mucky Ah! duck. And the mucky duck was a restaurant that we went to. And the name of it was the mucky duck. (laughs) But in my brain, I pictured this like big, kind of like a mix of like a, um, what are the, like a, oh shit. A mallard with a green head, yeah, kind of yeah. mixed with like big bird, but also very evil. So it was this huge ass duck oh. that would fly into my window or fly up to my window and it had teeth and it would try to get me. <laughs> oh God, it was called the terrifying. mucky duck. Um, I don't think anyone else lived with that fear. I think that was a very personal <laughs> urban legend, but I was terrified of it. And then we also had the swamp monster. The swamp monster would get us. So the swamp monster lived behind my babysitter's house. This is why I'm like, hey, kids, let's go play my Bloody Mary. Because <laughs> yes. I grew up with like adults like tormenting me. Like I was always scared of the, yeah, the swamp monster would come out of the, the swamp and get us. I'm trying to think. I don't know that there was one particular. I mean, I was always realistically afraid of just somebody staring outside my window. I think I've talked about this fear before, like opening the blinds and somebody's face to face. Yes. Like that creeper in the wood or in the in the bushes there. The Mormon boy. Oh, God, yes. When I was like eight, my friend Cheryl was um, almost kidnapped <gasps> out of out of a window. And it was what? one of those similar situations where it was like the bed was right by the window. And they were like, the man was pulling her out the window. And her cousin ran in the room and was like, you let her go. And spooked the guy. And he ran off. Holy shit. Yeah, that was small town Texas too. Oh my and god! I think maybe that's why I was like scared of like windows and people being outside. Of them. Very rational fear after that. Yeah. Um, did they catch that guy? Yes, they caught Good. him. Apparently, there had been he a. a custody issue with his daughter he went to the wrong house to try to get his daughter and went to that one thinking my my friend was his daughter god oh man yeah i mean what would what would he have done like pulled her out and been like oh probably you're not my daughter and then left her like i don't know you'd have to hope or not you would hope well i'm committed now let's go yeah you'll do if yeah i mean maybe you know people (laughs) can get so like messed up too. be like no you're my daughter you're my you know like they don't want to see changeling did you ever see that movie 
she did realize oh, it was her daughter yes. or her not her son, son but you know like yeah. they're just like no it's fine it's, it's fine they that's your daughter. Like we're, fills we're the void. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's freaky. That's see, that's worse than an urban legend. That like shit just happened. And then of course all kids are scared of the dark too. I know you too. The dark, for sure. The scratching at the window, all the things, the the check in the back of your seat of your car and the headlights. I mean, the three Is that, that I ran le- through. Well, and then Classic. I've heard like, oh, oh, when you're filling up the gas, always like look under your car. I never did. Oh, yeah. Or that like when you go back to the grocery store, like people hide underneath the car and slice your Achilles tendon as you're getting in. Yeah. And then you never heard anybody ha- go down that way. No, my friend just ruptured her Achilles tendon, but she was playing tennis. Not, ah, not a knife sh- slice. Yeah, not a knife slice, unfortunately. <laughs> that like, seems very painful. That's true. We should spread the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does happen. <laughs> Through a chain mail letter. Oh, I mean, there's so... You would think that Tide Pods and all that would be an urban legend, but I think, sadly, that shit is true. You know which one was told to me as a kid that really freaked me out? I don't know if you've heard this one, but it's the one where the... The girl is asleep on her couch or bed and she calls for her dog and the dog comes and the dog like um, starts licking her hand and then um, and then she falls back asleep and then the next morning her her dog is dead in like strung up in the bathroom or whatever and it was the the dog's killer was the one who really licked her hand. Oh, no, I hadn't heard that one. Ew, I didn't even see that coming. See, I'm a sucker for these. I was I have like, to like debunk that immediately. Have you ever had your hand licked by a human and then by a dog? It's completely different tongues. Yeah, you would know the difference. I also think that um, I was thinking that the dog was going to bring her an arm or a hand or her boyfriend was supposed to be there. And then, oh, it was her boyfriend's hand. Hey, do you think our dear listeners have any urban stories, urban legends, local urban lore that they'd like to write in about? I'd love to hear. Hope so. Yeah. Where would they write to? Hey, they would write to us at skeletalespodcast at gmail.com if they would like to call and leave their tale on our voicemail, our hotline. Please do. 302 689 dead. 302 689 3323. We also are on social media where you can DM us there or just come hang out and chat because we have a really fun time over there. We're on Instagram, a Skeletales podcast. We are on Facebook at Skeletales community. Community. Uh, where else are we at? Twitter. Yep, at Skeletales pod. We have a merch shop, believe it or not. You can get t shirts, keychains, stickers, uh, Wait, notebooks. I think we have stuff. We've stuff, got mugs. good mugs. That's it. Yes. We have we have really exciting stuff over there. Oh my god. <laughs> stuff. Stuff. We've got stuff. Uh you can find at um good God, why okay. are we Hey you can find our the link for our our our, our, our. You can find the I'm <laughs> let me handle it, Brett. I got it. <laughs> Just start barking. Hey, hey, hey. You can find the link for the merch shop over on our Instagram in our link tree over there. And you can also find it on our website, www.skeletalespodcast.com. We're all That's the places. Right. You can uh, find us. Rate us. us. 
Review us, Mm -hmm. love us, share us. It really helps. Oh, tell your honestly, (gasps) honestly, honestly, the best and easiest thing you could do is tell your friends. Hey, you like hearing about spooky stories, weird urban legends. Check out Skeletal's podcast. Heck yeah. Hey, you can even uh, uh, try to play it through TuneIn on your Alexa. Try to do that. That's your assignment this week. See if your Alexa will play Skeletal's podcast on TuneIn. Tell us if it works. Yeah, let us know. know. On any device that you listen to. I love that challenge. That's good. Okay. Um, Hey, Britt. Britt. What? Hey. Alyssa, what is it? Haunt you later. Haunt y'all later. Good night. Bye.